0: You're with Pastor Troy right here. We're getting excited. We got a special program for you. You're going to be seeing over the next few weeks until we get ready for season two. You're going to be seeing the best of the On The Dock season one. These will be coming at you hard and steady. Once you get them out there, check them out, help us get them out to your friends. We want to see you on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes as well, but this is the best of, get this, the best of season one get ready for it we're going to be coming at you with a super season two coming up this august we'll see you soon enjoy this episode of on the dock season one best of Doc with Pastor Troy. We're looking forward to having you with us today. We got a great, great time for you. We are in this great series. We're going to tell you about it. First of all, we're going to get you orientated here. We're so glad you're joining us. Just listen. All we want you to do is kind of get connected with us for a little bit. Get relaxed. Get yourself a cup of coffee. We got a little on the dock cup here going on. We got a little little nice taste here. Ah, that's good stuff. Lucas, I got to check it. Is that, that's not trademarked, is it? When you slurp on the on the <laughs> mic. You know what I mean? Not, not that I know. Not of that no. you know. <laughs> we got to check into that because I don't be in trouble with the big guy, you know. I, I Five point six million views.
1: I don't think you can trademark a slurp.
0: Oh no! no. We know. could try. We got to try. We could. We could get him while he's yeah. So and on the doc, we're all about conversations <laughs> to propel your faith out of the shallows into deep, and you're going to get that in this great series we got going on here. We want you to find us real quick. Just a little housekeeping. YouTube is our big video platform. Check that out. iTunes, Spotify, great ways to listen to us on audio. Also, Google Podcasts. Facebook, Roku, Rumble, Sermonet, and get with us on social media. You want to chat on this one, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Telegram. And then, hey, whenever you find those platforms, please subscribe to them. Hit the notify. Make sure you'll know when we're going live. We try to get out these podcasts on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So watch for those, make comments, hit notification, share those with other people. And if you want to become a partner and help On the Dock get stronger, become a Patreon partner. Go to my Patreon download the app, find us at On the Doc with Pastor Troy, become an On the Dock partner. We have partners and sponsors and other great things you can check out there at our Patreon site and you can find out all this. If you want to find our platforms, you want to find Patreon, you just can't figure out how to do it, go to on the doc. You can remember that on the you can find all of our links. There are we even have a viewer. You can watch it right there and it's great. So check that out. It's a wonderful app. You can also email us at info at onthedock.org. O-R-G. We're in the studio here. I got, I got, I got Lucas Winkler over our executive director is on Uh, he's on the cameras today, but he's got, he's mic'd up over there. You can't see him on camera. He's a good looking kid too, but we got to get extra camera. We're going to work on that. Get him on. He can have mine. He can have yours. His mom would want to see him. We'll get him on there. So Lucas looks good. Carolyn, Lucas looks great today. And mother Beth's on the set with me. I got mother Beth sitting in there as my co-host. Look at that lovely picture of her. She looks great there. She's with, yeah. I mean, she is the mother of so many kitties, possums, raccoons, Mm -hmm. kids. Kids in Asia, kids in Africa, kids in America, our four kids. So many. She's great. We're in a series on Psalms Volume 1 Project. We're in Part 2 of it. And Psalms Volume 1 Project is all about songs for the soul, message for the heart. Great stuff. Check it out. This is a bigger series we did at Community Faith Church. You can go and check that out. Uh, We're going to show you in a minute a video to kind of set this off. And the videos are all available. Where where are they available, Lucas? Uh, All the videos are available on YouTube, and we have a special – Playlist called the Psalm Series playlist. And that's with the Community of Faith Church YouTube site. Yes, correct. Check that out. And so each one of these sub videos you're going to see, you can get those down and just kind of use those for your morning devotion. I, I, They've made great quiet time. I use it all the time. So use that. And then, and you can also go into that YouTube channel at Community of Faith Church or you can go to our Sermon channel for Community of Faith Church. You can see the bigger sermon series done with a lot more depth and detail. Here we're kind of doing it so we can just have a conversation with you, talk together, get Mother Beth and Lucas here. We're just going to kind of sit back and get a little, get around in this Psalm. 8 today to kind of see what it can do in your walk. Our, we're all about the psalms here. It's kind of getting your life calibrated with God so you can see God do amazing things through you here on the dock. So we're going to get started here. It's going to be a great opportunity. So we're going to go to our video. I want you to get ready, get comfortable. We're going to be looking at Psalm 8 today. And the song they're going to do the psalm. It's going to be incredible. They're going to read the psalm for us. We'll get into it. And then they're, then you're going to see Ben Adelini, the worship pastor here at Community Faith Church. He is going to do a wonderful rendition of by Shane and Shane, O Lord, our Lord, and it comes right out of Psalm 8, so check that out right now. O Lord,
1: our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. Your glory is higher than the heavens. You have taught children and infants to tell of your strength, silencing your enemies and all who oppose you. When I look at the night sky and see the work of your fingers, the moon, and the stars you set in place. What are mere mortals that you should think about them, human beings that you should care for them? Yet you made them only a little lower than God and crowned them with your glory and honor. You gave them charge of everything you made, putting all things under their authority. The flocks and the herds and the wild animals, the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea, and everything that swims in the ocean currents. O oh Lord, our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. When I look your heavens the moon and stars you set in motion oh god i sing all glory and honor what is man that you are mindful the son of man that you would care for him we sing all glory Oh Lord, our Lord, oh how awesome are your ways How majestic is your name in all the earth Lord, our Lord, may we see your kingdom come Father, may your will be done in all the earth in all the earth you gave dominion to your children and you crown them oh god with glory and honor so we'll sing of your name live our lives for your greatness, oh God Give all glory and honor, O oh Lord, our Lord Oh, how awesome are your ways And how majestic is your name In all the earth, O oh, Lord, our Lord May we see your kingdom come Father may your will be done In all the earth glory of god come make my of the name above all names all creation cries out in every knee bows. jesus we crown you oh lord our lord oh lord our Oh Lord our Lord, oh Lord our Lord Oh how awesome are your ways How majestic is your name in all the earth Oh Lord our Lord, may we see your kingdom come Father may your will be done In all the earth Oh Lord, our Lord Oh how awesome are your ways How majestic is your name In all the earth Oh Lord, our Lord May we see your kingdom come Father, may your will be done in all the earth, in all the earth.
0: Just amazing, just amazing work there by Ben Ottolini, uh, worship leader here at Community Faith Church. We're so appreciative of him and, and Lucas, just incredible work producing that and and just phenomenal tool we just encourage you to go grab those off youtube like you said the community faith church youtube site you can use those as devotionals uh there's there's seven of them you're going to find and they're fabulous that's volume one we hope maybe next summer do another series we'll see but we're getting into psalm 8 today psalm 8 is our text today and it's a psalm very clearly that's written by king david so we know this was david Uh, this is wonderful because you can just tell how it's written this is a guy who sat out in the stars and kind of looked up and saw everything. He was a shepherd writing this. Mm-hmm. And he talks about the indescribably great God, indescribably. And man, by contrast, is pathetically in this story thin. We're we're tiny. We're just a little bit, you know, it, it, the huge moon and the stars and just a little shepherd out there looking up and going, my, my, my. Mm. David understood it. Yet God has conferred incredible glory and honor upon man. He has put us in a, he put his spirit in us, a special part. And the wonder of this is what causes David's heart to leap in this song. And the lyrics are just powerful. The primary inference emphasis of Psalm 8 is the excellence of God. The secondary emphasis is the worth and the dignity of those he created. That's us. We don't deserve it. No, We pale in comparison to it, but we are his. And he is ours. There's that abiding relationship again we saw in Psalm 91. The big picture is it's a lyric-based poem written for a, a stringed instrument. How about this guitars? For all the churches out there say we don't do guitars. They're not of the Lord. They're not of the Lord. It says at the beginning of the psalm by a stringed instrument. Okay, I hate to tell you those of you who don't know, piano is a stringed instrument. I hate to tell you that it's got strings. It's a big harp with little. Easy punch keys. Basically, a, basically a, a piano is a guitar for dummies, right? You push a key, you get a chord. Lucas shaking his head. He agrees with that. Yeah, yeah. For dummies. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a, it's a guitar for dummies. Yeah. I can't play either one. I'm, I think uh, I, I think
1: keyboard's either. actually a little bit easier to learn than guitar. Like really, it, it's yeah. easier to really? pick up. Yeah, yeah. Because
0: mm-hmm. you, but but the moderns are electronic, but the original ones are a big harp in there. You know, yeah. I like the the huh. people that just pull the harp out and just play the harp itself. I just I love that. The whole psalm is built around, Psalm 8 is a Genesis 1 text. Psalm 8's a celebration of Genesis 1, where in Genesis 1, we have that beautiful image of, so God created, verse 27, human beings in his own image, and in the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. Now, I know he created us in his own image, and in the image of God, he made us male and female. That's going to blow up a lot of people. We in were
2: it. not randomly assigned. This we were not randomly
0: assigned. We're not confused. Hmm. I know some of us having body identity failures. God was not confused how he made you. No. Maybe you're struggling, but let me encourage you. Get with Psalm 8. Get out with God a little bit, and uh, God will show you who you are. Yeah, He has a plan for you. Don't don't let the devil confuse you. Right, You're precious, and you were made with a plan. And that plan will always be biblical. Don't walk against the current. It's just never good. Um, Psalm 8 all about the creation. He created us male and female. He created us. Hmm. And through the lens of praise, Genesis just tells us the story. But Psalm 8, what I love about it, it gives us this kind of worship song. It gives us a lens of praise. And and it helps us understand how small and insignificant we are compared to the uni- universe and the vastness of what God created. But I like this, Beth. It, it, against that though, we're precious. We're like when you go in the store, you know. When you go, when when I when I married my wife, I got ready to marry. Her, I had to, you know you had to propose to her. And to propose to her, it's the way you do it. you go get a nice ring. And when you go get the ring, it, it's amazing how when they when you're in the jewelry store, they lay that ring on that black velvet, <laughs> black velvet. They put it on there, and they, and the ring just sparkles. Mm-hmm. Then you get that ring, and you go to take it to her in the box, and you hand it to her, and you go, man, that looks like a small diamond now. <laughs> When it was on the universe and it glowed like a star, you, and then you go, man, I, I I didn't do good, you know. You should have to give it to your, your wife, your, your fiance on like a black thing or something, you know. You ought to make her wear black that day and just lay it, put it on black gloves so it looks Bring better. The spotlight. Yeah, yeah. Bring, yeah. But David was just marveling at how beautiful it was, and it breaks down. We, we have a prologue in verse one where he praises God, the name of God. We'll talk about that in a minute. And 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 then what, what I really like is after that. Let me, I got the wrong slide there. It's going to happen throughout this because I am my slide operator here. And you're in trouble. That's a big Well, bug. Well, let me do it this way. I, I there's a prologue. Verse two is there's a praise for God's children. That's us. Mm-hmm. There's in verse three through eight, there's a praise for the humanity, the creation, what he did in us, and all of what he put us in. He built this world for us. And then there's this epilogue, and you're gonna love the epilogue because it just kind of compounds mm-hmm. the beginning. So it's kind of a beautiful song, almost like Lucas with a with a with a start in course and almost with a double bridge at the end and back around. So when you when you read this, it's like verse one and 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 what's funny is verse one and the last. First, verse nine are just basically courses or, bri- or course or bridge. I don't know what you want to call it, but, but it's one of those. So as we look at this, you might think about that from music. Uh Lucas, who's our executive uh, director for on the dock is also the creative arts pastor here at community faith church. So he directs all of our worship and creative arts stuff here. He's just phenomenal leader. Um, so let's get into this a little bit. Eight one. So we'll look at the epilogue. Oh Lord, our Lord. That's the song. Oh Lord, our Lord. How majestic. So when he says, Oh Lord, our Lord, it sounds like, it's not like he's like got a, a like a stutter, oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. Lord. There's actually two lords here. Oh Lord, our Lord. We don't see that in English, but in the Hebrew, how it was written, was it's, it's oh Yahweh, our Adonai. Hmm. Oh Lord, our majestic Lord.
2: Hmm.
0: Think about it. Oh Lord, oh, oh, oh our dear father, our, our supreme father. Yahweh is the personal covenant name of the father of the Jewish people, the special covenant, I have this relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Adonai is the kind of, the, if, if if my kids call me daddy, that's Adonai. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Yahweh's Adonai. But father is Adonai. It's a little more respectful. People call me that don't know me. They, 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 I, I saw an article about me today in a paper about on the dock, and it said, you know, Reverend Dr. Benettone. Only people that are writing about me that are like writers write that. It's yeah. Pastor Troy. It's on the dock with Pastor Troy. Couldn't be any more informal. But but Pastor Troy is yahweh ish You know, our, 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 our and, and Adonai is the Reverend. So so he's saying, Oh Lord, you're our personal dad, but you're also this majestic dad of everything. Right. You're everybody's father. You know? So it's oh Lord, our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth, your glory is higher. Than, meaning, even these people that don't even call you God. You're still over all them. Still their God. It's a magnified yep. word. I love it. I love what 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 David did with that. He was very intentional just yeah. saying, Oh Lord, oh Lord. Yeah, we, it's we,
2: good, we it's good to go back and look at that and how that
0: we lose that. Don't you think expands. we lose that? Yeah, yeah, we lose that. I mean, you just think, yeah. Ben, don't you? I, I mean I mean when Ben plays that and sings that, I, I love when he cries out to God on that. But if you just could if you, if you could use the language of the real fathers here, it would be cool. Mm-hmm. Lucas, we may have to re- rewrite the song. <laughs> oh Yahweh. Ar adnai. Mm. how majestic is your name? So. <laughs> like, it's like the previous one we talked about in Psalm 91, El Shaddai has a whole different connotation. So yeah. when you talk to God, it gives you the how you're connecting with God. So well, let's, let's continue on here. We'll we're, we're get into this. We find out that he says your glory is higher than the heavens. I mean, so God is over the heavens. He's above the heavens. He's, if you go into the department store and say, who's in charge, you know, and you get the person in the in the, in the clothing department, you go, well, I want your boss. Well, this is, our God is the higher than the heavens. He's the boss of the boss's boss. Mm-hmm. So the heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies display his craftsmanship. Psalm 91, 1 through 2 says, day after day they continue to speak. Psalm 113, 4 says, for the Lord is high above the nations. These are other Psalms that just talk about how God is beyond beyond the general manager beyond he he is the alpha and the omega he's overall i love that so when david uh, when david's singing of that how majestic is his name it's very very grand and it's just wonderful i want to take a look at this in the second section we we get into the praising god of children and and the praising of god from from a children's perspective that we're his we're special and 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 in psalm 8 2 it says you have taught children and infants to teach you've taught children and infants to tell of your strength silencing your enemies and all who oppose you so in other words what that means uh, is that it God is so great to the people of God that even our children should be taught that in such a way that they could teach people that don't know God about God. Our children should be communicators of His greatness. He's so majestic. It's so clear that even a child should be able to explain that. Mm-hmm. So the, what's cool about this, you have taught, it says children and infants. The Hebrew words there are ole and yoneg. You know, Oleg is nursing infants and yoneg is three, four, and five-year-olds. So so if, if you were at Community Faith Church, that's the host church for us here. Uh, we have a thing called Super Kid Academy, Camp Agape, and Sprouts. Sprouts is our toddler nursery, infant nursery. Uh, that would be for us, uh, Ole. And then Yon-Yeg is even is the Super Kid Academy, the Camp Agape kids. In other words, these kids in children's church should be able to communicate, communicate the greatness of God and the plan of God. It, it's so clear right. that even children should go, it's got to be God.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's in raising our children, in the way of the Lord, that defends God and passes the baton of who God is from one generation to the next generation. And, and that's what will really defeat the foes that we have. In, in, in verse 8-2 of Psalms, there's a quote there. Uh, Psalm 8-2, let me see if I can back up. Psalm 8-2, let me give you a show the text here. It's, you have taught children and infants to tell of your strength and silence your enemies of all who oppose you. That's real connected to Matthew 21 in in the New Testament when Jesus asked, do you hear what these children are saying? Yes, Jesus replied, haven't you ever read the scripture? For they say you have taught children and infants to give you praise. Exact same, Jesus is quoting Psalm 8 Beth. Hmm. He's saying that our faith should be transmitted to our kids. It should be done in a way that it's simple enough that even our kids can out. I'm very concerned today that we're not transmitting the gospel to our kids. We're not getting it to them. Number one, we're not getting them in church. We're not getting them in a place where the Bible's taught. And so what they're being taught is what they're being taught in secular education by secular teachers, by university people. And they begin to think those people with all the names, they are the gods of this world. But even if they're the gods of this world, they are not the God of heaven and above all. all. Remember, our God is not the general manager of a clothing department. He's the God of all gods. He is the head of the whole chain. And so we've got to get our kids not just connected downline. We've got to get our kids into the main stream. I think a lot of our kids are lost today because we have not gotten our children raised up in the admonition in the way of the Lord.
2: Well, and they should just grow up knowing that. I mean, it shouldn't be like a A big lesson plan that you have to go through. I agree. You know, it should just be a natural part of who your family is.
0: Yeah. If you think about this, when when we were growing up, we sang songs like Jesus loves me, this I know. Right. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Right. I've got that that up on the screen for those watching on YouTube or Rumble or Facebook uh, on the video. And we all all of us knew that. Kids don't know that these days. They they don't don't. know that Jesus loves me. He loves me. He loves you as you are, and we don't have to break you down and call you a victim or oppressor or, or talk about all your different identities. He loves you just the way you are. Right. Now, he wants you to become, uh, he wants you to grow in Christ. Right, he has a good plan for your He has a good life. plan for and you, he, but he loves you. Yeah. He, he, okay, and what I love about this is the other song we used to always sing, Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world, red and yellow, mm-hmm. black and white, they are precious in sight. Everybody now is talking about all this critical theory, how you know this group's better than that group. I was taught that we're, all, we're all God's, we're all all God's, God's children. children. That's right. And I realize some of these children have been oppressed. Some of our children haven't, ha- haven't had the best advantage. But that's been like that for all generations always. and all through the time. There's been always somebody been like that's done that. that. Hey, Look, C- Cain killed Abel.
2: Yeah.
0: It started with the first brothers. We've always had devastation. Yeah. Do we give up on the things of God? No. I don't think we do. No. I think we try to do better. Right. I think we got to learn that we are a brother's keeper. We are a sister's keeper. Jesus loves all the little children, all the children of the world. So I think it's important to know that. Change is the very fabric of our society and culture right now. And and it's there. And and both now and forever, generations to come and forever will rise and fall based on whether we can reconnect that those children to be able to tell the story and pass it to their children and on. Right. And I'm really concerned that we as parents are not teaching our children in the community of faith to be faithful followers of Christ, who Christ is and how simply he loves each other. Yeah. And I, I don't know how people can say that that Christians today are racist. A Christian cannot be a racist no. if they're truly a Christian.
2: If you're truly a Christian, you, you're truly in a relationship with Jesus You cannot because he's in you. That's right, and you can't be a racist.
0: You you would be you would be denying his own other children. Right. You know what I mean. I mean, we got maybe
2: you practice or you know have habits that would make you look like you're racist, but that's not. God's nature in you—that's your flesh,
0: and that's something you need to fix. Those are things you need to deal with and grow through.
2: And grow through, absolutely, absolutely. That's not who a child of God is. And if
0: a Christian's purporting themselves as a racist, then then scrub the Christian part, right? And just say they're a false prophet. They're 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 a Pharisee. They're a Sadducee. They're a a, they're a a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yes. So we've got to quit blaming Christians for poor representations of the devil's fake Christians. Yes. And we've got to get back to being children of God, understanding he's God, and that all the children of the world, red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. Right. My wife and I raised our kids in church. We raised our kids in Sunday school, V B S. And not just a but but not just in a church. We live for the Bible story videos, the heroes of the Bible cartoons. Uh, we had a steady diet of veggie tales. And my wife's quote to me after any good sermon is, What is that, Beth? I laughed, I cried, it moved me, Bob. (laughs) Vegetables. So let's get in. Let's go. Keep going here. Uh, When we get the third part of this, we talk about praise of the Creator of humanity in Psalm eight. We we see we see God. We see us as children that we should learn and now we look at the bigger picture of what we're apart and we learn how special we are in this in psalm 8 3 and 4 when i look at the night sky and i see the work of your fingers the moon and the stars you set in place what are mere mortals that you should think about them Mm. human beings that you should care for them
2: gosh i wonder that a lot
0: god loves us why why i do not know why I don't know why you like that cat you brought home. you just I picked it up off the pipe. Beatrice, the little kitty was picked up. We'll have to put pictures up of that one yeah. of these podcasts will do that. Look, I don't know why I don't know why you like that cat. you it, love flea the cat. ridden when you, you brought it home flea ridden.
2: No, I took it to the veterinarian. You brought flea-ridden. it home,
0: you you had it <laughs> flea ridden, then you took it to the vet and then you've cuddled it ever since you've abided in that cat and that cat's abided in you. Yeah. And if if we can adopt a cat, a little baby cat with fleas, don't you think our God who created us can adopt us and bring us in and we can have a relationship with him? It doesn't matter. I mean, we, my wife fell in love with a kitten with fleas and matted eyes. (laughs) And if she can do that, God's love is greater. God's love is so much greater. So look at what he created for us and it inspires me. I I love this one quote. I had this commentary I found. It says that uh, church, Listen to this, no branch of science. This is from the Bible, B- Believer's Bible Commentary, great quote. No branch of science proclaims God's greatness and man's insignificance more, listen to this, more eloquently than astronomy. The simple fact that distances must be reckoned in light years, the distance that light travels in one year, illustrates the point that light travels 186,000 miles per second. That's a long mm. way. And there are 31.5 million seconds in a year. So light travels roughly six. Trillion miles in a single year. That's about how much we spent on recently on, on assistance for things in our government. We can't pay for six trillion miles in a single year. That's a long way for light. Yet some stars are billions of light years from the earth. No wonder we call such computations astronomical. So I want you to take that in consideration of how far things are and how grand the universe is. Mm -hmm. And I want you to think about this to gaze into the heavens at night should give us the thoughts that God built all this for us. Yeah. It's what first converted me on a rock at church camp when I was 14. I looked up on a rock and I saw the moons and I was out at night with a candle in my hand. Evangelist sent us out with a candle to think about Jesus and God and what he did for us. And he had just preached about this, the moon and the stars are the work of his fingers. And when we think of the number of myriads of stars and the vast distances distances of the universe and the power that holds these planets and the orbit and all that stuff, all I could say is the precision of the mathematics that God did to make me his mm. is mind boggling. What God has done to make us his and he ours, what he set up for us. It's not like he built a house with a fireplace. He built a universe mm-hmm. with a sun to keep us warm yeah. and stars to look at. We got our own. We're like when a child's in, those, in their nursery and they look up and they got a the little thing going around. What do they call that thing? A mobile, a mobile. in their bed. God built a real mobile for us, mm-hmm. man. And all I can say is, O Lord, our Lord, mm. how majestic is your name. Just relatively speaking, the, the 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 church, the the relatively speaking, the planet Earth is a speck of dust, Beth. Yeah, we're just barely there. But in the middle of all that, God told us that we are His lost sheep, we're His lost coin, we're His lost son, and He sent His own Son, Jesus Christ, to find us. How about mm. that? It's good. It's amazing. I am one single man. You're one single woman. Lucas is one single dude. We're on this planet, perched up here. Yet God is interested in each one of us. Mm -hmm. Every person listening on the dot, God is interested in you. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to save me, to save every individual on the planet. So when you think about Psalm 8, verses 5 through 8, yet you made them, us, only a little lower than God, Elohim. And you crowned us, them, us, us, with glory and honor. We don't deserve it. No. You did. We're specks of dust. You gave us charge of everything you made, putting all things under our authority. We ride horses, we we catch fish, we we have cattle, we have everything. Mm-hmm. The flocks and the herds and all the wild animals, the birds in the sea, the fish in the sea, and everything that swims the ocean currents, we are the masters of. And he is ours.
2: Mm-hmm. Gosh.
0: He not only not only does God care for us, but he made us just a smidge lower than himself. Mm-hmm. He actually put his self in us. And as the Hebrew word Elohim means, he often refers to God, but here it refers to the spiritual being of the angels. I I think he made us a little lower than God in this case, maybe a little lower than the angels, but not quite him. I think that's the reference here. Psalm 82 talks about that as well. Eighty-two one, one of the other Psalms says God's presence over the heavenly court. He pronounces judgment on the heavenly beings, the Elohim. Mm -hmm. So he made us, we're like our own class of angels special beings with a special mission from God. And David recognizes this. He recognizes our special role, our special commission, our special assignment that God's given us. And now the question is, will we exercise, Beth, our free will to do what God has given us charge over, and that is to lead creation? Yeah, Will we do it? Remember I told you in Genesis 1, it talked about, you know, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. It's, it's Genesis, Psalm 8, Genesis 1 are connected. Mm-hmm. S- song version of it. They will reign over the fish. We are called to reign over the fish, the birds and the livestock. Uh, look at, look at verse 28. We're called to, let's see, let me get this, make sure. I got it. We're called to reign over the fish and the sea, the birds of the sky and all the animals that scurry along the ground. We have been given dominion and authority and responsibility. So Psalm 5, 8, 5-8 says, you gave them charge of everything you made, putting all things under the authority, the flocks, the herds, the wild. You just see that. God's given us this incredible glory and honor, everything before us. Mm-hmm. He did that for us, both male and female. God stands at the summit of that creation and says, here it is for you. We're just a little lower than him. We're like the angels <laughs> in our own class. So check this out. God creates human beings, Beth as majestic creatures who were to rule over his creation. But in the fallen state that we're in, we, we sinned, we fell short, We, Adam and Eve failed. We're profoundly disfigured now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're just disfigured. We're perverted. We're not what we were to be, but we can become what he's called us to be. How do we do that? We do that by letting Jesus restore us to our mission status.
2: Yeah,
0: To get us back on track, that's why we need the Psalm 8. It reminds us of who God is, who he made us to be. Who He tells us to train our children that he is, Mm -hmm. then that we've been given this authority over the planet, and now we need to go do that work. We failed at that. Yeah,
2: that's for sure.
0: And Jesus came on a lone mission. The Lord God put on flesh, came down, dwelt with us to get us back on the mission track. He came to get us back on track because we are his children. He came to get us and graft us back on to get us back. Will he get everybody? No, free will won't allow that. Right. But he came to get us. How do I know that? He taught us that in the Gospel of John. Mm-hmm. In the Gospel of John, we, we know that the Word was in the beginning and, and the Word was God. We know all that stuff. Then God sent John the Baptist to tell us He's coming. But look what happens in John 1, 12. To all who believe Him, who believe God, and accept Him and His Son, Jesus Christ, He gave the right for us to become children of God again. Mm-hmm. We move back in to Psalm eight, where he's our father, the creator of all of it, <laughs> he's, he's, he's like this super God. And we become his children again. We teach that to our children and we begin to lead and do what we were called to do. That's the great commission to go out and do the work of, of, of being God's children, his ambassadors.
2: Right, and as his children, that should just be a natural thing.
0: It should be. It, we do. It, we tend to fight it because we we get distracted by a lot of things and, and a lot of things come up against us and we have to get, we have to stay on mission task. Right. We gotta make sure that, that when we are distracted, we take a look at of it and say, is this an opportunity to share the gospel or, or to help somebody? Or is this something that distracts me? If it's distracting me, we need to put it under the blood of Jesus and move mm-hmm. on. If it's a mission opportunity, we need, the Bible says we're saved by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, then we need to share our faith with somebody. Maybe, maybe it's another brother that we just need to encourage, another sister that we need to strengthen. In Christ, listen, in Christ, we all recover our majesty. In Christ, we become people that God wants us to be. When we feel worthless, Psalm eight should tell us we're not worthless. He created a universe as our mobile, (laughs) and and, and of all other things, we are valuable. I mean, people today think they're not worthless; they're, they're, they're shamed. They feel like they're not worthy. They're not seen. God sees you.
2: Well, you know, and our culture tells us to focus on ourselves. You know, everything is about being selfish, being self, reflective, and it's like the more you do that the worse you feel about things and the worse you feel about yourself you know if we would just focus on god and on our relationship with christ and if we would focus on the other people around us and what we can do to make their lives better then it it's like it bounces back on us and it it makes us better and it's like we have that all backwards
0: I think that's, you know, that's really good, and I mean self-reflection. Everything wants to self-reflect. You know, yeah. What am I? How do I break down? What are all my intersectional points? Right, and points. the more
2: you look at yourself, the more depressed you get. Because... And I think we get myopic,
0: and we start yeah. looking at other people. Like, well, you got six more problems than I do, or three less. So you're right. not right. you're not as suffered as I am. Really, we're not called to reflect on ourselves. We're called no, we're to not. reflect on His glory. Yeah, we're called to reflect and see what he's given us and the opportunity we have to serve him. So we need to right. quit reflecting on ourselves and maybe make, keep our reflection and eyes on him yeah. and then serve him in that process. And all of a sudden I think things will look different because if we look at the person next to us and realize they're doing the same, it will change a lot of and things. Serve and serve each you know, other. Serve each, We'd each other. serve each We change our world process. Yeah. yeah it would, it Jesus would totally... loves the children, all the children of the world, red yeah. and yellow. It would change. We need to be critical. But we don't need to follow the theory of the world. We need to follow the teachings of God yeah. and just look to him. He's the author and the finisher of it. He's all of our fathers. Yeah. The solution is not in something that man can create no. or construct that the devil can kind of pervert. The, the, the construct is that Cain and Abel did not have to have that relationship. They should have a relationship that says that our father is our creator and our God. Right. We can live differently, but we have that free will and we've got to choose. Right. And you know what? We can build all kinds of workarounds, but it just won't work. Right. What we learned is Jesus is our redeemer in this, in this Psalm 8. He is crowned with glory and honor and he is inviting me and you all of us listening on On the Dock. He's inviting us to be kingdom-building mission partners. Mm -hmm. He wants us to help with that. And it's an incredible promise. The first Adam failed, but Jesus is the new Adam, and he's given us a a chance to redo it. He's given us a do-over. As I wrap up this real quick here, uh, the epilogue of this, I promise you a good ending. And, uh, Lucas, I think they tag it out good here. Oh Lord, our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. Your glory is higher than the heavens. That's how it started. Oh Lord, our Lord, Yahweh Adonai. It ends the same way. Hmm. Just understand, we don't have to look down and kind of think we're poor pitiful and look at everybody else as poor pitiful. And and We just got to look back to God and realize He's all of our fathers. He's all of our creators. All of us are are made in His image. Whether we choose to live that way or not, that is your choice. But we were all created male and female to live out a plan God has for us. And so when the song gets to the end, you just got to look up and go, Oh, Lord, our Lord. Oh, Yahweh our special dad, the father of the universe. Your majestic name fills the earth and your glory is higher, it's the highest higher than the heavens. The Psalm ends with the same praises as it started. It's amazing. Psalm 8, the universe is vast, It's, it's full of grandeur. So why should God pay any attention to us? I don't know, but he does. Hear me, he does. Not only does he pay attention to me and you, he doesn't just pay attention. He uses the weakest of us, the small man. Yeah. He uses infants and children to reveal His greatness. It's, it's in us that He reveals Himself as the strong God. So let me close with, the, with these things. Number one, you are, everybody listening, hear this. If you don't hear this from anybody else today or ever, you are important to God because He made you. You do not need to be broken down and categorized. You're not a failure or a fault anything. You're a child of God. Sin's marred that image, yes, but in Jesus Christ, that image can be fully restored, fully restored. That's the only way that you can do that. Only the potter can remake the pot. You know what I'm saying? Nobody else can do that. Number two, everybody listening here, you're important because God has shared his dominion with you. Man lost that dominion when we fell in the garden, but Jesus Christ gave us a way back by being born again, and it can be restored. You can be restored to the dominion and plan that God has for you. And finally, as we wrap up, yes, you, everybody listening at On The Dock, everybody listening, you are important to God, and he has a purpose for you to fulfill. He wants you to reign in this life. Mm -hmm. He wants you to enjoy what he's given you and stay on mission. Thank you so much for being a part of this, Beth. You did a great job today. Good job in there. Good psalm. Thanks. I want you guys to go grab that psalm. Go listen to it. Uh, listen to the song that these guys did by, by by Shane and Shane. Great song, Oh Lord, our Lord. And uh, come back and join us. We're going to be back in another segment of this. We'll be looking at Psalm 34 called Taste and See. You're going to love that one. It's another song for the soul, message for the heart. We'll be back in part three of this. Don't miss it. We put these out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Check those out. You can find out more about us at onthedoc.org. You can email us at info at And please find us on all of our platforms. Go find them all. All. Just go see if you can find them all, but pick the one you like the best. We like YouTube the best because it's got a great picture of us. And we look good. You know, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Facebook, Roku, Rumble, sermon are all good platforms. And then reach out to us on social media. Tell us how we're doing. Connect with us, share, share with us your favorite song. We're going to do a volume two of this. Tell us some Psalms that would work. Don't give us a Psalm that you can't give us a song that goes good with. So make sure song and Psalm reference. We'd love to have that. And then make sure you subscribe, like notify comment and share with other people how you're finding on this doc and invite them to join us send those links to people help out with that and finally check out and become a partner with patreon and on the dock with pastor troy come a supporter or a partner with that we'd love to have you and if you don't have a church home mother beth and i would love to see you out at community faith church sundays at 10 o'clock wednesday 6 30 we have a, a live campus here in marion illinois come on out and join us we'd love to have you we're at the crossroads out here near 13 and 148 you can also find us at coftv.com on our virtual campus check us out that way we got archives. You can watch us to see if you like us. Uh, Community Faith Church is available on Facebook uh, streaming and also on YouTube, along with several other platforms. We'd love to have you out at Community Faith Church. We look forward to seeing you back for Volume thir- Volume 1, Part 3 of this. We'll be looking at Psalm 34. Have a great one on the dock, and we love you here. Mother Beth, you like them? Yep. We'd like you to have a great one.